It's fine. I miss it so much. I know. Oh, yeah, fucking TikToks. <clears throat> okay, so... That was involuntary. So now we're talking about the Road Warrior. This is the second in our... Mad Max series? Mad Max mm-hmm. series. Started with Mad Max, and now we're on the Road Warrior. Gus, what do you think about this idea? Okay. If we ever got music... Yes. I think it would be funny to have... Like, if we had, like, a short little theme song. Yeah, yeah. Um, It'd be funny to... Like the theme song plays wherever we say the name of the po- of the movie, uh-huh. like the first time. Because sometimes we're on here for fifteen minutes before, right, we, before even we even mention say... what movie we're talking about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we start the movie with that. Mm-hmm. So wouldn't that be kind of funny? Or is that just cool. like weird humor? No, I think it'd be fun. I think that'd be a good way to do it. That's when we like cut into our intro. Like the intro starts whenever we mention the movie. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think that'd be cool. Not that uh, we will ever have that kind of budget. Also true. We'd still we'd have to get some theme music first. We'd have to get some monies, some of the monies, dineros. Yeah, it would have to be in in the black or the yeah the in green the black, in the green. Right. I think it's black and red. That's weird. It's like if you're green in red, you green. I don't fucking know. This is why I'm not in finance. <laughs> Let's be honest. I'm, green I'm, means go ahead and don't do that thing. <laughs> What? Isn't that from The Office? I don't know. Michael Scott has- Is it? I know. Now I need to know. <laughs> yeah, bro. I'm pretty sure. I'm I'm pretty sure. I don't know exactly what the quote is, but it's something like that. Come on. Tell me I'm close. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Is this it? Did no. you find it? <laughs> so he's writing things in, um, <laughs> he's like color coding words yeah. so that he knows what's appropriate to say and what's not. Okay. He said, green means go, so I know to go ahead and shut up about it. <laughs> orange means orange, you glad you didn't bring it up. <laughs> oh my God. There's some iconic moments from that show. Yeah, you know what's sad? I still think it's overrated, but... It's not overrated, and it would get canceled today. That's what's sad. Actually, pretty sure it did get canceled. No, it didn't. It's still on... Yeah, but they, they took some episodes out it's that were offensive. Peacock. Yeah, they but did? From Netflix. They removed them. Netflix did? No, I think I think The Office. I think NBC. Might. I don't oh. know who did. Well, it's on. it's on Peacock now. There was you don't have to say it like that. <laughs> what I'm saying, peacock. <laughs> You're not funny, Gus. <laughs> You're laughing at it. <laughs> I think it's pretty funny. Okay. Whew. All right. Mad Max. We are talking about two. Mad Max Two: The Road Warrior. Mad Max. Mad Max. Two. Yes. Mad Max Two. <laughs> what the fuck Mad Max 2 yes our series there's oh. Mad Max 1 yep Mad Max 2 which is Mad Max 2 yeah yeah 
So Mad Max 1 was Mad Max. Mad Max Mad 1, Max. Mad Max. Yeah. Mad Max 2, Mad, Mad Max, Max 2. 2, The Road Warrior. Yeah. Mad Max 3, Mad, Mad Max, Max Beyond Thunderdome. Beyond Thunderdome. Yeah. Mad Max 4, Four. Mad Max, Max. Fury Fury Road. Fury Road. How did we just... That's, <laughs> wait, that's something, that just, right? How did that just skip in our brains there? <laughs> that's I, not good. Did that I doesn't just, make me feel very good inside. Did we just forget what the... Okay, let's get... Concussions so, aren't real, Gus. Here we go, Dom. Okay. The Road Warrior. George Miller. Mel Gibson. Fucking amazing. Dude. It really is. N- you, it, know what makes, you know what makes this amazing? What? Might be the fact that actually... Fury Road is amazing because of this movie. A hundred percent. Because this movie has a pretty dope chase scene in it. You know, we were, we were talking about last week how... Um, or last <clears throat> episode, depending yeah. on how this comes out. Mm-hmm. We were talking about how... The first, just Mad Max. Yeah. If it came out today, may not be successful. It might be kind of right. hit and miss. Right. It would probably take a few years for people to appreciate it, mm-hmm. like it did. Yes. Yeah. This movie could come out today, and it would be as successful as Fury Road was. Absolutely, hundred percent agree with today. With like with the the tech that they have, with the budget they have. That's be- well, also kind of because like. Fury Road is, in ways, very similar to this movie. In a lot of ways. In in some ways. I, it steals I a lot from I this wouldn't, movie. I wouldn't venture to say it's anywhere near the same movie, but there are a lot of similar elements in this movie that Fury Road has. Yeah. And, dude, to, they're so... Man, I when I watched... I watched this uh, uh, two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. I hadn't seen it before. I, you know, the only Mad Max I'd seen was Fury Road, and then I watched the, you know, I watched the original three. Um, this movie feels so much like a, I don't know if like revisionist western is the right word, but it's, it feels so much like if an Australian guy decided to make like a post-apocalyptic western movie. So much of it feels That's what it is, like you're watching western. Like a classic Western, like a spaghetti Sergio Leone Western. And to me, it's a lot of fun. You didn't yeah. really, you didn't get a lot of, you, you got some of those notes in the original one, but this one really, like with the way the music impacts silent scenes and the way you rely more on like. Well, the the first one was much more like Cops and Robbers than it was right, right. Western. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I thought that. You know, the way that we talked about how um, each of these movies in and of itself was just kind of this, a random story of an account of right. Max. Mm-hmm. Uh, we kind of talked about that before I had any idea what to expect from Mad Max 2. And this one literally was, based off of the narration that we got, mm-hmm. just a random account of this guy who at the time was That's, a kid. Yeah. Ran into Max right somewhere along this journey. When dude, when you started in the in the wasteland, and then yeah. it ends literally just saying like Mad Max lives he just on, kind of like disappeared. Like into the night. he disappeared, when, but dude, he's alive. Something you, like that. When you started talking about in the first Mad Max movie, how it's like you were like it feels kind of like there's like no structure, like yeah. someone's just like telling us about this, like. I was like, man, I can't wait until he watches. Yeah, well, until he watches the Rogue Warrior because it even it, it leans into that even more. Well, dude, and which I'll be I honest, love, which when, I loved when you told me you were so excited when you found that Mad Max Two and Thunderdome were on HBO. 
I was pumped. Because I think it, Netflix has Mad Max. Yes. HBO has these two. Mm-hmm. And like, I think I think HBO now has the first one as well. Oh, really? I, I could be wrong. I think they have all four now, though. Well, regardless, I <clears throat> like. Of course, I had seen. I feel like we're just going to talk about Fury Road throughout this series. Cause of course, it, well, it, how couldn't we? It's yes. literally one of our all-time favorite. That's movies. like that's what I knew about Mad Max, and I like yeah. wasn't that excited. Mm-hmm. And then the first movie came around, and like it was good, and there was a whole lot to appreciate. But I was like, mm-hmm. it's not. Like, this isn't the Mad Max that I was expecting after watching Fury after Road. Seeing, yeah, yeah. And then I watched this, and this is exactly what I was expecting. This is exactly what I would hope for from mm-hmm. the Mad Max series. And we talked for about sure. yeah. we talked about how the first one kind of pushed boundaries as far as its action and dialogue and right. suggestive themes. Mm-hmm. This one kind of took it to another level. Oh, yeah. Which it's only, what, six years older? I think seventy nine was when. Oh, it was seventy nine that when Mad, Mad Max. Max came so it was two out. years so, older. Yeah, Thund- I thought it came out in seventy five. Road, some yeah, Road Warrior was. So uh, two years later. Yeah, two and years later. As far 81. as as far as its role as mm-hmm. like kind of an adventure movie, it really like it took it up ten notches as far as I'm oh, concerned. I think like I think they upped the brutality, the kind of the path that max takes from like being kind of an uncaring anti-hero to an actual person who finds a righteous cut like what he says in in fury road he's a road warrior looking for a righteous cause or, or whatever yeah. he says this movie to me feels like that's what like he was a road warrior he found a righteous cause that's what this movie is that's well, what think, that's what road warrior is i think that this <clears throat> is this movie was especially interesting because it actually gave us kind of a look into max's personality and mm-hmm. and the way oh, that yeah. he thinks and the way oh, that yeah. he struggles <clears throat> the way that he struggles because he doesn't mm-hmm. want to be a hero right he's it's, he's he's it seems like he's actively trying to avoid yes, becoming a hero to avoid the it shows you how much his the past however many years of his life has truly broken him from the death of his wife and kid to spending the past few years like scavenging for gasoline like of course he wants to avoid conflict at all at any point possible because conflict has only given him basically death in his whole life right and at the root at the root of it too he just wants to escape yeah his his goal is to just keep moving his goal literally is to move forward hope that no one gets in the way and hopefully be by himself yes he i mean he doesn't really know where he's going nope and and also we don't really we don't know how long it's been since the events of the first one. Right. We just but know we can, that some shit happened. But like you could easily and, see and how they s- went from yes, and you can the see first one to right. now. That's the one of the best parts, the fact that you can you can tell, oh man, it's been I don't know how long it's been, but it's been, been a pretty long time for sure. Based yeah. just based on looks alone, like the actual like physicality of like his his uh his old uniform, the way yeah. the car looks the expressions on his face. Is that the same car in, that's in Fury Road um, at the beginning? Yes, it is. That he yeah. wrecks. Because mm-hmm. that that scene where he wrecks the car in this movie, I was like, I've seen that before. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's the other part. Like, that car is another part of the mythology. Like, yeah. we, we the the timeline has been so messed up Does by these movies. Does this car have a name? I don't know. I think they call it the, just call it the Interceptor, maybe. But, like, it's like a police Interceptor. Mm-hmm. They just call it the Interceptor. I'm not 100% sure. But the car is kind of 
in very many similar ways to Max is like part always for whatever reason part of the mythology, part of that you know the the old wives' tale, part of the mystery, part yeah. of um, that time they whenever they talk about the Road Warrior, they talk about how he has this you know this car. But yeah, it gets it gets wrecked to shit in this movie too. Yeah, dude, it I don't know. It was cool seeing him the the whole the whole thing with his car being booby trapped. Yeah, and yeah, like yeah. Ev- everyone kind of decides to call his bluff on his car being booby trapped, and then in the end we see what actually happens. And it's pretty dope. My no, my that favorite. Was really cool. My favorite part of this movie, and I think it gives a lot of insight into Max, mm-hmm. is when he comes. He goes back to the people that were kind of taking him in right or, right or whatever that were like uh they, keeping the gas away from the humongous yeah <laughs> his name was literally the humongous He's a big dude i think i think in like greater lore they call him lord humongous but in the movie they just call him the humongous yes which to me is fucking hilarious it's hilarious it's hilarious so it's hilarious but when you think of like the psychology behind all of this, like, yeah, how this type of situation and living in a world like this would kind of make you go crazy. Oh yeah, for sure. And how you would just kind of resort to, um, you know, acting kind of childlike. Well, and it, yeah, it's not outside. What happens in these movies is not outside like the realm of possibility or. You can see or, how they got there. Oh for, yeah, but for yeah. all the characters, for, for everyone, every single good one, and, good and bad. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Um, but my so. Back to what I was saying. My yeah. favorite part with Max that I think gives a lot of insight into who he is is he returns to these people. Right. And the guy, the leader of the this group that he's with is mm-hmm. going to drive the gas truck. Essentially, they're going to drive the gas truck in one direction, drive the people in another direction. Right. So that the bad guys will go for the gas and the people mm-hmm. can live. Right. And all the gas is with the people. Like part of the... Part of yes, the, they're the, hiding the gas with the right, people. Right. The gas tank is filled with sand, which is kind. Of, that was kind of a cool twist. I yeah, didn't see that coming. Yeah. Oh, I, you, I was like, "What is like? What is coming out of the vehicle?" And then I realized right. when Max realizes, when I also realized it, that mm-hmm. was kind of cool. Yeah. But I love when Max comes back, and the guy was like, "Like we had a deal there," or he he says like, "There's no deal to be made," because Max is like, "I'll drive the gas truck." And that's what they were trying to get him to do anyway. In the first place. Before right. he ran off. Right. They wanted him to drive the tanker. Yeah. So he comes back and he goes, he goes, I'll drive the gas truck. And the guy goes, there's no deal to be made. And Max goes, no deal. I want to drive the truck. Like the dude yeah. just wants to move. He just wants to drive. He wants he just to. just wants to get, yeah. He wants to do something. Right. And and it's it kind of goes back to like he's distracting himself to a degree because. Right. He goes back because he wants to just be involved with the most dangerous part of this right mission or whatever you want to call it. There's one of my one of my favorite moments in this movie is I think when they're like on him and the helicopter guy, the gyro guy, I think they call yeah. him the gyro, are on top of that like those rocks and they're watching a couple like drive out of the little gated like the, the mm-hmm. that community and then the humongous's men capture them and they like assault the guy and rape the woman and and do all these brutal shit yeah max and this one guy see it all unfold right it's silent there's no there's no dialogue in these moments it's you know kind of a like a super somber moment and the music reflects that it's this really deep dark it's again one of those moments where this movie 
pushes the envelope of how brutal things can be. But mm-hmm. that moment plays into Max's character too, because for him to intervene would be to risk capture, risk losing what he has, risk losing what he's trying to. It would it would get in the way of his forward motion. Now, yeah. by the time by the end, by the time he kind of gets closer to the end, he yeah he does end up helping people out but again it, there's never really you never really you get kind of that feeling of like hey, he's got to be doing this for a purpose but he never shows his hand to say i'm doing this because i care about you it reminds you know? me of you know what it reminds me of he's is a very concealed person it reminds me of book of eli mm. denzel washington's character is the same way he watches all this horrible shit go on, yep. but he mm-hmm. never gets involved because gets he's involved. just taking care of himself. Like his yep. goal is to survive. Because he has one goal, and one it's, one path, and it's to walk west, right? To, to go win. west. That's yeah. all he's Where trying to do. Where are you going, West? Can that, I come with you? <laughs> no. no, that's all he's yeah. trying to do. Yeah, and it's like as far as that goes, it's kind of a similar character development. I, I think so too. I like yeah. that you mentioned the the sound and the somber music. This like the sound editing really Dude. stood out for this movie. I loved mm-hmm. you and I have talked pretty extensively about the lack of music mm-hmm. in films and yes. how it can be used strategically. Mm-hmm. And this movie it really stood out when right. like when George Miller made the decision to cut music entirely yeah. where it would just be completely silent or right. all you hear is the rumble of the cars. Rumble of the cars and the I wind, loved, to the sand and the wind. I love like the way that they edited the dialogue as well, mm-hmm. which part of it has to do with the technology as far as audio capture. Right, right like audio dubbing at the and time, stuff like that. Yeah. But the like when they're on the road, when they're fighting and when they're chasing, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you hear a whole lot more of the wind and the cars and the road noise right, and right. the explosions. And the voices are kind of like quiet in kinda the background. Dull. Yeah, they're, they're hard How to How you kinda... would actually hear it if you and somebody else were on top of a car trying to yell at each other. Dude, it's like it's like in Fury Road. Um, the scene in Fury Road when he's in front of the car and he's got the mask on. Mm-hmm. Like he says something like the, his car – someone drives his car up right next to him and, and he starts saying something. I never, I never understood what he said until I watched it a couple weeks ago and uh-huh. I turned the subtitles on. I was like, oh, that's what he said. Like that's – yeah. Part of part of George Miller's genius is he understands like the sounds of what's in a scene, around a scene, outside of the frame, inside of the like. His knowledge of sound is amazing, and it shows, especially in this movie, and it it continues to show through into Fury Road. Well, and and for the viewers, it's it's like intentionally frustrating because you're like. Yeah, you're you're bit. like straining to hear <clears throat> right what is going on and what is being said as if you were kind of right living it out. For me though, when I when I think about it, when I'm watching the movie, I'm like, man, I can't I can't hear shit right now. Yeah, and I'm like, I probably wouldn't be able to hear if I was there either. Exactly, and That's I would exactly go, what? what I'm saying. What did you say? What? And then I still wouldn't be able to hear. I might go, fuck it. You know what? I'm just gonna go, and I drive. Yes. keep driving forward. It's it, for guys like you and me who think about it who sit down like this, talk about a movie. It's it's cool. It's a cool like thing. Yeah. To th- it, it, it adds to how well-made you realize the movie was. For Obviously, yeah, for like casual people who are just watching this like, oh, I heard there was, a, you know, there was an old Mad Max movie. I saw Fury Road. Yeah. I kind of liked it. Let me watch this. Yeah, it, it might not have as much of an impact, those moments like that. But for guys like you and me, it's amazing because 
we, when we sit down like this, kind of pull things out of the movie like that that are well not necessarily immediately noticeable. I think that movies like this, and we haven't done Thunderdome yet, but yeah, we haven't done movies like yet. this and movies like Fury Road. Mm-hmm. They get kind of a bad rap because the story is lacking in a traditional sense. Yeah. As far right. as as far as you know, point A to point B, clear beginning, clear right. end. But there's so much artistic value in these movies yeah. that could kind of be. I feel like a lot of people will just kind of one off these as yeah. like it's just cheap action or, or cheap entertainment, right. and it's not that. It's so much no. more than but I what than what people might give it credit for. I think people also don't give the character of Max enough credit. Especially in yeah. this, especially in this movie, especially in Fury Road, I think like to me it's it's amazing to have a character that is so frustratingly hard to understand. Mm-hmm. But there are so many moments where, based on just like minor like like notes in his facial expression, ways he acts, things he says, there is there's a a like a million things going on in that like with that character. It's just kind of up to you to interpret what it is. Yeah. And I think I think to for a creator to be able to make a character like that that is so full of depth that you can actually decide why he's making decisions, why he's saying what he's saying, why he's doing what he's doing and still and probably be right with whatever you mm-hmm. what, whatever decision you come to in your head. You're like, "I think it's this." George Miller would go, "Yeah." Yeah, and, and it's, then someone it's, else is going to come in and say, "I think it's this." And right, it's, go probably. It's yeah. one of those movies where you, they leave a lot of the creative responsibility up to the viewers. Same way with you, Fury Road. Yeah, I think same you, way with pretty much this entire series. You get to build the story however it is you want it to be built, and you're not wrong, and you're not right, and it doesn't matter, right? Because it's you're gonna, in for a hell of a ride. It's gonna, it's gonna like, be whatever you want it to exactly. be, exactly, and. Yeah. And, and you get to you watch could, some dope get, action on the way. You could get a room of 100 people, and 100 people will walk away thinking Completely at least different. something differently yes. about the movie. Mm-hmm. Whether it's right. how we got here, like we talked about, we don't know how they got from the end of the first movie to this movie. <clears throat> right. Whether it's what Max is really motivated by, we have no idea. Right. And that's, that's kind of what makes it fun because mm-hmm. you can sit down. It's a movie that you can sit down and watch mindlessly and just be entertained. Yeah. Or you can sit down and really kind of dig deep into what you think it means and what right. kind of the right. bigger themes are. Mm-hmm. And that's not a wrong way to watch it either. No. Like you're no, still going to enjoy not. it. Oh yeah. There's a lot to take from it, but if you <clears throat> don't feel like taking anything, then just sit down and watch the cars crash yeah. because it's fun as hell. It's still pretty cool. Yeah. There's a lot of great action in this movie, even yep. especially for a movie that came out in 81. Yeah. It was still kind of low budget. Not really like there wasn't a big studio attached to it yet. It was still George Miller and his producing partner just kind of, Throwing some money at a, I mean, um, what's his name? Plays Max. Mel, Mel, Gibson. Mel Gibson. He was gaining popularity, but he still wasn't like. I mean, it was two years he after. A, he wasn't a star yet. He wasn't a house. He wasn't a household name yet. So, for a movie like this to come out and look the way it does, with the budget it had and the people it had working on it, it's just, again, like Matt, like the original, is just a a a an achievement of its time that. If you could, like, I don't know, like, what movie today is in a similar vein as that. You know what I, like, Mad I Max. 
I couldn't that's think. That's it. I, I know. That's <laughs> a, like, I couldn't think of a movie like Mad Max that's come out in our lifetime. That's and, not Mad and Max. Like, and been like a similar. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's, like thing, like low budget. Yeah. Crazy, talented, somehow director who doesn't need money to make an amazing. Like you know what? Dude, awesome. It it makes me. It makes me more appreciative watching this. It makes me more appreciative of Fury Road. Oh, a hundred percent. We'll get there, but we will get there. Like I watch this movie and it makes me love Fury Road more. And I don't oh, know how yeah. that's possible the, the, because those um, like they're the, not di- they're not directly tied. No, not at all. None of them are. But both both of these movies actually, I got mm-hmm. to the end and I was like, "Damn, Fury Road is so fucking good." Yeah, dude. Okay, well, <laughs> Beyond Thunderdome will do the same thing. Not as much as. Like the Road Warrior is far and above the best movie yeah, of this trilogy. Three. I would say Beyond Thunderdome is probably the worst. It's still a, it's still like a fun, weird, like off the wall movie, but it's definitely the weaker of the three. I still I'm interested I'm interested to see what you think about it. Um but it'll again it'll give you that feeling of like fucking hell man. Fury Road is so yeah. so good. Alright, what do you uh what are you thinking? I think you'll be surprised by my grade for this. But what is your grade? I don't for this? think we graded the last one, Gus. Did we not? Are we not going to? I don't think we did. We okay. can. What do you want to give this one? Um. What do you want to give the OG? Well, start with the OG Mad Max. I think I think we should save our grades for the last for one. the very for and grade all of them at once at Fury Road. Is that cool with you? Yeah. No? no, I'm good with that. Okay. Let's do it, man. Cool. Then let's bring them out. Let's do it. Um, you got it this time. Yeah. Um, thanks for listening. Thanks for that thanks was for, so motiv- that was such watching. a such a motivated response. Yeah, so listen, last time we talked about like hating puppies and we know we got a little we got a little aggressive. I just and think. all I'm saying is the same thing applies. All right, if you don't like, if you don't subscribe, if you don't give the five no, star review, no, God, no, let's not let's not be aggressive. Okay, all right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We, I'm sorry. Let's listen, just, let's we're we're lovers, not fighters. Not, I mean, we're okay. That's that's a subjective assumption, but okay. I'm a pacifist, and I'd kill some motherfuckers if I had to. <laughs> oh gosh! I would have cut that part I'm, out. Yeah, you should. <laughs> you should. Please stand by. Um. Yeah. So, listen to us anywhere that you listen yeah. to things. Also, uh, seriously though, thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. Yes, of course. We, yes. Also, if we you're on you guys. if you're on YouTube, you know how to hit hit the subscribe. Hit the, it helps us. You know how to do it. If you're on YouTube, you know how to watch. Like you're not, you're if you're literally on YouTube for the first time ever watching this video right now, that is a landmark achievement. That's in incredible. And please let us know because that would be cool. Yeah, that would be. We cool. want to talk to you. I don't where like who are you? And how I don't care who you are. How I'll is, talk to you. How is this the first YouTube video you ever watched? I wanna, ever listen, downloading YouTube. I want to anyway. talk to anybody about any of this stuff. Even if, yeah. listen, if you Seriously. have, a, if you have a, not even a movie, if you have anything that you want to talk about that we haven't talked about, we'll talk about Hit it. Us up. I don't care. Yeah. We'll talk about it. We're on social media. We are on social media. Front underscore row media. Yep. Is there a one? One. I, I believe there is. I can't check because my. I'll check. My no, phone's I'll, no, I'll check. Over there. Needs to be over here. No, I don't think there is. No, there's not. The one is on our email. That's what I was getting confused about. We got a one on our Gmail account. Don't send us emails, people. I don't yeah, check emails that email. Yeah, emails are fucking... 
okay, listen, actually, I'll check. You know what? Dude, you know what? I will check the emails. I don't love emails, but if people are really like, if, if people are that invested, where they're gonna send yeah. us emails, yeah. Front row media one at gmail.com. Phil, I'm scared. Dude. Do you remember that line? Have you seen Hangover Part 2? No. Dude. Sorry. One, one of my favorite favorite parts. Alan's hair shaved. Okay. Like, hear a banging noise. And he looks up. And he looks at um, fucking what's his name? The guy who plays Phil. He's also a lone survivor. Or not lone no, survivor. He's, he's Chris American Kyle. Sniper. He's American Sniper. Um, what is his name? Bradley, Bradley Cooper. Cooper. Looks at Bradley Cooper's character. They're both looking up. And just fucking Zach Galifianakis, who's most hilarious, always. Phil, I'm scared. I love it so much. Every time makes me laugh. Every time. Where were we? You were talking about social medias. We were email. socials. Email frontrowmedia one at gmail.com. Send us an email there. I we will will we will look at the emails one day, sometime mm. in the future. Um, Facebook. We are front row seats. DM we are, us. We are front row seats on YouTube. Facebook Messenger us. Whatever it's called. Front underscore row media. Ask a question in the comments on, on YouTube. We'll yeah. answer. We'll we'll we answer. We will have literally. Listen, this guy right here. We have. We can put you on. You can call us. And we will put you on the show. We have 100% uh, reply rates to our Instagram. We do. To our um, YouTube. All, YouTube. All of our accounts, actually. All, <laughs> all of them. <laughs> we do. We do. Um, Shit. It's okay. Hey, hey, you know what? We love doing hey, this. We, and do. we love that you listen. So, Kim, let's wrap. I'm starting to sweat. I'm, we got to wrap this up. Honestly, I'm, I'm going to bed. All right. I'm. You want me to sleep here tonight? No. I. I'm, dude, I'm sleepy. I'm, I'm sleepy. Ron, where are my legs, Ron? <laughs> I don't have any legs. The night is Don't you wish that evil upon me, Ricky Bobby? Ricky Bobby. Don't you put that curse on me, Ricky Bobby. <laughs> I hope your kids. <laughs> no. Born without legs. Don't you put that curse on me, Ricky Bobby. Oh man, <laughs> dude, I love doing this. Um, I I did too. I listen, honest, no, I honestly do. I love how it always goes off the rails at the end, and we never get into it until about half an hour at the beginning. Dude, it it goes off the rails beginning, yeah. middle. Oh end, yeah. Did you stop the recording? No. Oh okay. No. <laughs> All right. Well, let's let's get the. Should I, we? Yeah, I think we're I think we're good. They they know where to go. They know our socials. They know they know we love them. Oh man. Wow. I gotta take the headphones off. <laughs> oh, wait. I'm not, I'm, I'm not blind 23 hours a day or 22 hours a day. What are you doing? Oh, oh. Oh. I don't know if you heard me the first time. I'm gonna say it to you really slow. <laughs> I'm blind. <laughs> Dude, have you seen the cut from. Have you seen the bit from the cutting room floor of Anchorman 2 where they're like reading news stories and it's like a story about China and Will Ferrell goes, Oh, Confucius say, uh, do not think the story has much validity. No. And he throws the story down and everyone, like the director and the writer, just start fucking crying laughing. And Will Ferrell's like, what the fuck did I just say? Dude, it's so funny. You, those bloopers are Do you those think he just doesn't have like control over his... Sometimes humor. I think some of the better comedians, comedic actors, just for like, get into this state where they just they know and they know it what it is too. 
like so when they start talking if 